Today on Locked Out A's, I have some new news on the Howard Terminal Project, how that impacts the A's offseason plans, potentially, and just how this, what, what what's coming up next for the A's in their, their quest to build a ballpark at Howard Terminal. So let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked On A's. Your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 405 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke, and on today's episode, we are talking about the Howard Terminal Ballpark Project. I said that we were going to be talking, do a trade retrospective, but hey, uh, that happened 17 years ago. You know that Tim Hudson and Mark Mulder were, were traded. Maybe I'll talk about it at some other point, just not on the anniversary of those trades. Uh, but, so today we're talking about the actual news that's happening right now in Oakland, and that is the Environmental Impact Report. So we're going to go into all of that today. But before I do, thank you so much for making the Lockdown A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. One of those platforms is YouTube. And if you are on YouTube right now, thank you so much. Uh, hit subscribe, uh, hit the hit the thumbs up button, and uh, those those are important to me. And also, you notice got a couple of new additions to the background. I'll go over those during the break for the YouTube people. And uh, yeah, also follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. But let's get into today's episode. And the big news that came out on Thursday is that today, Friday, as you're listening to this, hopefully, if it's your first listen, uh, the final version of the long-awaited environmental impact report is going to be released for Howard Terminal, which is the ballpark project that would keep the A's in Oakland. So if you're wondering what Howard Terminal is, it means A's ballpark in Oakland, keeps them here, doesn't let them go to Vegas. Um, The EIR is basically, the EIR is shorthand for Environmental Impact Report. Uh, It is a detailed study that the city has to prepare for large, large projects like Howard Terminal, uh, before the project is started. It's basically a study that addresses pollution, traffic, and a host of other similar topics. Uh, It will go through and address all of the public's concerns. So they've been getting feedback from the public, and now this is their chance to say, this is how we plan to address the things that you have brought to our attention. And uh, this is all part of the process. It's a fun Super long process, but it's going on. So that's that's good. This is all good news. Uh, another part of the process will be for the smart people, uh, not this guy, but smart people like Casey Pratt and others, uh, to read the actual EIR that is getting released and all 3,500 pages that go along with it. That is... That is going to be quite the undertaking, and I'm being upfront. It's not going to be me that does it. I'm sorry. I will just... <laughs> that is so many pages. I have a baby on the way. I don't have time to be reading that. I got baby books to read. Sorry. 
Oakland. Um, so when it was announced that the EIR would be uh, coming out on Friday morning, I think at 8 a.m. So as you're listening to this, it might already be out. Uh, but w when it was announced that it was going to be happening, uh, being released, Libby Schaff, the mayor of Oakland, said, quote, the 3,500-page document is thorough and exhaustive. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it ensures that the project is environmentally safe and sustainable. The completion of the EIR also keeps us on track to bring the project for a final vote to the city council in 2022, end quote. Um, getting much better at end quotes for longtime listeners. Um, if you have a lot of extra time on your hands, the EIR will also be available online if you want to read it and have fun it's there make some notes send them my way well what were your takeaways from the eir comment below if you're on if you're on youtube or hit us up on uh twitter at lockdown ace um one other fun note from casey casey pratt uh on abc7 he did like a minute and a half interview on abc7 and uh, that is that the city has exceeded their goal of securing $352 million for off-site infrastructure costs, which has been one of the A's biggest concerns during the process. This is according to his sources. So uh, I learned that, and now I'm telling you. That's Casey Pratt's information. He shared it with us. I'm sharing it with you. There you go. That's how information spreads. Boom. Uh, you have to look at all of this as good news, though, right? This is all good news. This is momentum moving forward to hopefully keeping the A's in Oakland, and I love that because Howard Terminal has some momentum building right now, and we and all we can do right now is hope that the momentum just keeps on building. You may remember uh, me mentioning right before the World Series ended that um, we were expecting to hear some locations on where the A's may be looking to plant some seeds in Vegas if they were going to build a ballpark in Vegas and they were going to announce some sites that they liked out there. Well, uh, there there was some noise that was made about a month ago uh, about the A's putting on putting in a bid on some land. But as I mentioned before, when that news came out, the A's putting in a bid on some land uh, doesn't mean anything to me, honestly. Uh, it, it seemed fishy, mostly because of the timing. There was some, some traction with Howard Terminal and, uh, you know, things. I, I think they were saying that the EIR would be ready uh, in, in the next month, and it is. And they were like, hey, how about we just plant this news the same day that uh, we put it in a bid on some land in Vegas. And they didn't say that it was a competitive bid. They didn't say it was where the, the land was, they didn't say anything about that. They just said they put in a bid and that was supposed to scare everybody. And uh, yeah, it feels like they just plant stories with the guy in Vegas and like, hey, look, we're over here too. It, it It's just an offer. It didn't mean anything. And then after that, we heard that the A's were being offered some free land. Uh, but nothing has really come of that. And it's been a few weeks, so... To, to my ears, this all sounds a little bit weird. Like, they just keep planting stories out in Vegas or, you know, to be reported from Vegas or locally even um, just to, you know, try and get Oakland to move faster for whatever reason. I know that they're up against the clock and they, they can't play at the Coliseum even though they haven't put any money into the Coliseum forever um, except for those nice ribbon boards. <laughs> Welcome to the 21st century. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if another story gets leaked in the coming days about the A's and Vegas, but it definitely feels like planted stories are just there when good news happens for the Howard Terminal Project. And 
it, it they do it just to try and speed up the process in Oakland. Um, so keep an eye on the timing of when Vegas news comes out. Be vigilant about you know how you consume your news because not everything is doom and gloom when it comes to Vegas. I'm feeling pretty decent about the A's and Howard Terminal right now. There's still a lot of hurdles, but it feels feels good right now, and it's it it hasn't been all peachy this entire way, but. There has there hasn't been a stop sign yet, so that's that's a good sign. Um, and so, whenever you hear the Vegas news, go back a day or two, find out what the A's news was in Oakland, and uh, see if it coincides because it, it usually does. So just be vigilant about how you're consuming the news. That's all I'm gonna say. They could still go to Vegas or another city, but for right now, that's that's where I'm sitting. Is it feels. A little too coincidental on when these news stories are coming out. But uh, speaking of timing, I'm about to go over what's next in the Howard Terminal timeline. But first, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. And that is Built Bar, my friends. Filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. And because it's the season of peace and love, do not bring up your favorite Built Bar flavor at family parties because people are so passionate about their favorite flavor, they'll fight for it and things could get out of hand. Do not ruin your family's holiday plans by talking about Built Bar. Just give them Give them their favorite flavor and just leave it at that. So if you want to cozy up with something warm, got a holiday secret for you guys. Dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa. Let it melt a little bit and give your beverage a little bit of that Built Bar flavor. Get a little bit of protein with your cocoa. Who doesn't love that? And all you got to do to get your hands on some of these delicious treats is go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you will get 15% off of your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to the Locked on Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And also, thank you guys so much one more time for making Locked on A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on each and every platform. Every day, my coworkers are like, hey, you, you host that podcast, right? Where can I find it? I'm like, anywhere. Look for it anywhere. If you're listening to this right now, we're available there. That's a good place to subscribe, I think. Anyways, let's get back into uh, the, the timeline for the Harrowwood Terminal Project um, and just what needs to happen right now. So according to the Chronicle, the Planning Commission is expected to vote on whether or not to recommend approval for the of the EIR on January 19th. That's a weird sentence. They're going to vote on whether or not they recommend approval. Gotta love politics. <laughs> that, that's my takeaway from that from that sentence right there. And then from there, the city council uh, could be voting on whether or not to approve the report in February. But as Casey Pratt noted, there will likely be lawsuits, uh, which are common with big, big projects like that. So uh, this that could delay the vote a little bit. And the Chronicle is reporting that uh, according to AB 734, all environmental lawsuits involving the A's ballpark need to be resolved in 270 days. So it could be delayed 
Uh, quick math says about nine months. So it could be February or nine months from now. Um, I don't see it lasting nine months. That sounds ridiculous. They're going to try and push those lawsuits through. Uh, please don't sue the A's on this. I would like them to have a vote in 2022. So please don't sue them. Unless you got like a real reason. Not just like, ah, we're the, we're the Chronicle and we don't like the A's. Don't do it for that reason. But, you know, for a real reason. Sure. Uh, the Chronicle, uh, never mind. I already read that one. Uh, from there, so after they get that February vote is what we're going to call it for now, the city vote um, on the EIR. Uh, from there, we would need the A's to submit their revised proposal for the entire project. And then finally, we'd need to see a final draft agreement. Uh, that's that's the one that us A's fans are, are waiting on right there. The next couple of months are going to be big and like... <clears throat> and that like... This entire year has been big, and the first couple of months are also going to be very, very big for this Howard Terminal project because uh, any any slight faltering uh, could derail the project. So you, you really you really want it to keep going. And if and that's a big if everything continues to proceed and the final vote is held in 2022, then we'd probably be looking if they started building in 2023, uh, we'd probably be looking at a projected 2026 grand opening at Howard terminal. Uh, my, well, I'll, I'll read the next thing and then I'll tell you why. Uh, the Chronicle said that the ballpark portion of the project would take two years. Uh, while the project as a whole, the Howard terminal project itself, uh, including the shops and the housing and everything else would take around eight years to complete. So the reason I'm guesstimating 2026 here is because if they start building in 2023, that would be 2023, 2024, maybe. I mean, that's best case scenario. Um, would it be ready by the time opening day happens in 2025? That's really the, the tricky thing. It needs to be ready in the first few months by April, April 1st, let's say, of 2025. And I'm not sure that... They'd be on that. There's not a lot of wiggle room right there. So I, I just pushed it to 2026. Haven't liked their time on on this beautiful little ballpark that they're trying to build. So that is why I'm guesstimating a 2026 open if it if everything kind of proceeds the way that it has been. But hey, we'll see. Uh, the A's current lease with the Oakland Coliseum, according to the Chronicle, uh, runs out in 2024. So I'm not sure what the plan would be there uh, when it win. It runs out before the ballpark is built, but the simplest solution would be to go for a year-to-year -year renewal of the lease until the bar ballpark is ready to open to the public. Uh, we'd have to wait and see if both sides are amenable uh, to, to going through with that plan, though. doesn't seem like they like each other very much, so I don't know that that's necessarily an option that's on the table. It has sounded like it's not, but hey, if they've got sho shovels in the ground, maybe... Maybe they let bygones be bygones, and the A's can stay at the Coliseum and not play, I don't know, uh, in Buffalo for, for a season. Shots at the Blue Jays. Um, anyways, coming up, what does this momentum mean uh, for the A's this offseason? Are they going to be changing their plans at all? I've got, uh, you know, I've got some thoughts on that. So stay locked in with Locked On A's, and I'll be right back. Bet Online has you covered all season for more odds, props, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. 
head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That is promo code locked on, one word, all caps, locked on. You know, like locked on A's, but just locked on. Just leave out the A's. Uh, from basketball, football, the NHL, and UFC, you got boxing, and right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place a bet on all of your favorite sports, and that's because Bet Online is where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, leave us a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. Thoroughly helps the algorithm find us and get us to more A's fans. And if you're on YouTube and you haven't given us that thumbs up already, leave us that thumbs up. It means a lot to me, one. And two, it also helps with the algorithm and gets us to more A's fans. So do that, please. And thank you. Uh, but uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, please send those to LockedOnAthletics at gmail.com. And if you guys send me questions, I will answer them on the show because we are in a lockout and I love answering questions because sometimes... You guys have questions that I haven't thought about, or maybe I didn't explain something clearly enough and you have follow-up questions. I love knowing more about it. I mean, I, I love explaining things to, to people the way that I see it, at least, or the best that I can. So let me know what your questions are, and I will answer them on the show, because if you have a question, there's a pretty good chance somebody else is having that same thought. So let me know what they are. Locked on, a <clears throat> Locked on athletics at gmail.com. There we go. Nailed it. So... For this final segment, I just want to ask, does this progress signal an immediate shift in how the A's will operate? And by immediate, I mean this offseason. Uh, it's a fair question, I think. And if the January 19th recommendation goes through and they were able to get the city council vote before the lockout ended, which probably isn't likely because of lawsuits, but say that say they got it done in the middle of February and the lockout still wasn't done by the middle of February. Uh, that, that would be fantastic. Everything would be moving in the right direction. They they would have progress for Howard Terminal, and there would be legitimate mo momentum towards keeping the A's in Oakland. And Dave Cavill has said that the team plans to spend more once they figure out their ballpark situation. I just don't think that it would be enough momentum to hold on to Olsen or Montas or Chapman or... Ambassador, whoever they plan on trading already, I don't think that it would be enough momentum for John Fisher to be like, "Hey, Billy, no, 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 we're not trading those guys anymore. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna spend money now." I don't think that that's necessarily how that talk's gonna be going this offseason. Um, I, I just, I, I've said for years that I, I won't believe that the A's are staying until there are shovels in the ground, and I have to imagine that ownership feels pretty similarly uh, with when they will actually spend money on the roster. They're going to wait for those shovels to be in the ground, and I don't think that any moment, this momentum right here it, in the next two months is going to change or sway how they're going to be advising or directing the front office to you know go about the offseason. So I don't think that it's going to have much of, much of an impact on the A's offseason plans for this offseason, but I think that it might in future off seasons, we'll talk about that here in a second. But 
The other negative factor here is that the, the guys that you want them to hold on to, like look, Matt, Matt Olson, for instance, he's fairly young. He's 27 now. Uh, he would be 32 by the time by 2026. Uh, his best days could be behind them by then. And if I were opening up a new park, I certainly wouldn't be mad at having that one-star player like Matt Olson to bring people in and get people excited about the new ballpark. But I also think that works the other way too, where they could make some big trades now by trading Olsen or Montas or Bassett or whoever and field a pretty solid overall team for the 2026 season because you got to figure that the A's competitive window would be open again by the time that happened. And would you rather have, you know, one Matt Olsen or would you rather have an entire team that is trying to win a World Series when you open up a ballpark? And I assume that that's how they're approaching this offseason in hopefully preparation for the opening of Howard Terminal. That's how... I see it personally. So heading into 2026, if that is in fact when the ballpark is opened, Tyler Soderstrom, the A's top prospect, would be 24 years old. I could definitely see them building around him for the grand opening of Howard Terminal and maybe adding a big free agent to the mix around that same time to show people that these aren't the same old A's. This time, things will be different. At least that's the hope if you're an A's fan. Uh, other than keeping the A's in Oakland, um, that that is what that is why this ballpark matters so much to us. It, it gives us A's fans a a hope for a brighter future where they actually spend a little bit money, and uh, that future may very well start with Tyler Soderstrom. It, in my humble opinion, so I think that Tyler Soderstrom. Tyler Soderstrom might be the guy that they're building around for the big grand opening and not guys that they necessarily have right now. So that's that's the way I'm seeing it. Maybe Nick Allen will be around because he's still young and he's going to make his debut hopefully in 2022. So he'd still probably be around, but uh, that's the way that I see it. I don't think that it's going to, whatever happens in the next couple of months, I don't think that it's going to be changing the direction that the Ace front office is going to be directed to take. So, uh, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen. Now go make Sully and Locked On MLB your second lesson. He's he's a crusty old fool. He's got some great baseball takes though. So uh, go listen to Sully and Locked On MLB. I love making fun of Sully at this point in the podcast. It makes me happy because <laughs> he's never going to hear it. <laughs> and listen to you guys tell him, which, eh, you know, uh, sorry, Sully. Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for uh, making Lockdown A's your first listen. That, that, that's the takeaway. And go listen to Sully. He's fantastic. But uh, that's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans. And I will talk at you next week. <laughs> <laughs>